Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Howdy, folks. Happy Monday. Uh, well, we will have no football for a whole two weeks, although, Russ, I consider next weekend the second worst sports weekend of the year. Um the worst is the, when the baseball all-star game, because there's nothing else going on in the summer when baseball, baseball, and that's not really a weekend. It's sort of like uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, that, that gap, but there's no games going on. It's only the all-star game. And I like the baseball all-star game, but there's nothing else going on. But this weekend it's the pro bowl. It's the NHL all-star game. Yeah. Anyway, uh, start the pre-show. Yeah, I mean the bean pots coming up too. I I will watch those games. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying it's very they're exciting games. All right, I'm gonna bring up um, the Russian women's Olympic team. There's some things going on with them right now. Um, they're they're in quarantine. They've canceled a couple practices. They've canceled a couple prelims. There's a school of thought there um, coming out of Russia that they don't want the women's team to be shown very much because it's not very good. <laughs> so they're not doing any social, uh, no interviews. They're laying low in their hotel rooms. It's almost like they're hiding them. And and they do have a little bit of a COVID thing, but not much. But they're, it's almost like they're hiding them because they feel like if they could just get them from maybe like, you know, get in one prelim, one other game, they can get to the playoffs and everything would be great. But they – they're afraid of being exposed. They would never do this to the men's team, but they're doing it to the women's team. Have, uh, I have to say, like I've been following like reporters who are over in Beijing and the, the Olympics are starting this week. And the general theme there is this is going to be a train wreck. It just seems like, you know, I, I don't know, maybe that's. Yeah, that's kind of the way that the media are at the Olympics, you know, having covered 11 of those, you show up and, you know, right away the media starts complaining about the buses. You know, that's the first story they do. They're not running on time. We can't get there. There's congestion. Nobody's going to be able to get to the venues. You know, it's the same. You know, yeah, with, with, remember, so with Sochi, it was the bathrooms. I think it was Greg Wyshynski took a picture of the bath of, of, of like the toilet in there in his room. And it was like how it was like all a weird, a weird setup or something. I just remember like, yeah, before Sochi, it was the same thing. Yeah. But, well, and they didn't in Sochi, they didn't have the rooms all finished yet. Um, no and shower. Some people didn't have shower curtains. You know, it was just. <laughs> You know that those kind of things, and but this is a strategy yeah. that I'm talking about with the women's team. The yeah, although team. Yeah, I don't, I don't know whether you've covered much women's hockey, but Russia is never any good in women's hockey. No, they, but they, they've been pushing their league so much the last few years, Kev, to the point where I think they've bragged about it enough, and they realize now, watching the other teams, that they're not very close. And so, yeah, now I no, think, I mean, I think that's what the issue is. They've always the IHF has been tried to push the Russians to improve. Um, I think there was one Olympics they were competitive, but pr pretty much for the most part they have not been competitive. Um, yeah, and Team and, China um, has twenty three 
Russian slash maybe some other, maybe some players that have some sort of Chinese heritage, but probably not. And that's what the Chinese women's team is. So just imagine how bad that team is going to be. Yeah, no, it's for sure. What, but, you know, the tournament, women's tournament has long suffered from the fact that there are really only two really competitive teams. Um, and sometimes and, Finland. And sometimes Finland. Yeah, I mean, the Finland has posted a Belarus-style upset uh, yeah. in the past. But really, it's just two teams, um, yeah. you know, as much as you really want to. Um, you know, try to say that uh, Sweden and Finland have been there, and they have had uh, uh, competition. Um, they, you know, they have recorded upsets, but not, you know, not many. Uh, they I remember, really, in, I remember in Vancouver. Um, I'm sure this is the only Olympics I've ever covered, but you've covered so many, Kevin. But I remember there was talk about, you know, should the should women's ice hockey continue? Like, should it? Yeah, be like, no, and uh, you know, but people have to remember if you look back. Um, at the early men's tournament, it's the same sort of thing we saw. I mean, it took three decades, you know, before. I mean, there right. were 30 to nothing scores. You know, Great Britain was a powerhouse back then. Like, so, so few countries played it that, right. you know, there was just dominance. And it took a very, very long time. Now, saying all that, we're, we're now 22 years into women's Olympic competition. So we are yeah. moving along. Yeah um in that regard as well so we we're hoping to start seeing like it would be a much better tournament if we could you know get uh you know russia to to well, be sweden, competitive sweden i mean they're yeah they sweden sweden has been you know they sweden and finland have competed for the bronze medal and i think one year i don't know if i can't remember whether it was at the olympics or the world championship but one year russia did have a good Team. Doesn't uh, fin doesn't Finland have a great goaltender, Russ? She's yeah. not in it, but she's not playing because she's not, she's she's not around anymore, right? She's at odds with the coach. Yeah. So. Um, can I just Nora Ratu, yeah. Can I just quickly pivot? She's in America. She's in America, in America right now, coaching something. Can she's I just, coaching some American went college team? Yeah, I can see it. Yeah. Can I just quickly pivot to uh the the, the playoff games yesterday and just mm -hmm. to say it's weird that I think it was fifty four years the Super Bowl was not played in the same in the same yeah. building as the home to as one of the participants and now two years in a row, first yeah. Tampa Bay and now Los Angeles. I you know, Russ jabbed me a little bit on, on social media, but I was genuinely happy for the Bengals beating the Chiefs yesterday, but it just irked me in the sense that where was that Mahomes last week? Uh, scrambling around like an idiot in the last 10 seconds. No, but you see, that's what I wasn't trying to jab you, Mike. I was pointing out that what the Bengals did well was they clogged up all of Mahomes' lanes. So even when he would escape, he had no place to throw to because the coverage was there too. Buffalo couldn't do that. That's why I think you guys know I'm not like a big, a bit, I mean, I do watch football when it gets down to this time. And I, and I was a football player for most of my life and a quarterback. So, I like to like look at the quarterbacks the way they're doing. You can I, I was saying sitting there saying to my wife, I'm like Mahone's he's losing it. Like you can see it midway through the fourth quarter, he was losing it, and he just wasn't finding his guys like he had been earlier. So confident, and then when he got when they got the ball back, and everybody's like, oh, he's going to just do another one of his drives down the field like he did against Buffalo. I'm like, I don't think so. I just didn't think so because it just it well, seemed he had, like he had the confidence. Confidence is such a crazy thing in quarterbacking, and it's just like. He Suddenly the field looks so small. It looks it looks so big earlier in the game, yeah, you know. He had it first and goal on the five with plenty of time. That was crazy in the, well, third, yeah, the, end, was the end of the first moment. half. You gotta blame you gotta blame coaching on that a little bit though. I mean, that's you gotta 
that that they, they've got to I mean, first of all as a quarterback you got to either go to the end zone right you just got to go to the end zone yeah. so it's an incomplete pass or a touchdown there's no way you can throw you should throw out of the end zone and apparently russ just to make just to make my agita even worse apparently on like inside the nfl they showed the video of the kansas city buffalo game and basically yeah. chris kelsey told the bills i'm gonna catch it the, uh, before the catch like i mean i don't know how you know a confluence of just complete f f ups occurred in 13 seconds, but the Buffalo Bills set the record. For I mean, it. that's what sports is. I mean, that's what Kevin's always uh-huh. saying. That's why we watch sports. But the right. other thing I'll say is, and this has become a thing in the NFL, like there was, you know, a, an illegal formation on yeah. that last drive, which could have pushed everything yeah. back a little bit. You're not allowed to review it. You can't do anything with it. They decided not to huddle up and even like the arrogance of the refs, not even to like huddle up and say, did you see there were eight guys on the line and nobody was on the other guy? Like nobody did anything. And then, and Reed did say like there was a fumble that wasn't recorded properly. And again, got the same answer. Well, you can't review it. We can't go back and look at it. So we say it happened that way. And that's it. I'll put it in a negative connotation and I'll probably get get chastised for this, but this was two of the bigger choke jobs that you've. I mean, okay, they were. Uh, San Francisco was up seventeen to seven going in the fourth quarter, and they lose. Uh, and Kansas City was up twenty-one to three, I think, at the half, and they, they were. I mean, usually teams and should have been twenty-eight to three at half. You know, yeah, I mean, the, teams I don't, I don't call the Kansas more. City one a choke job. But the other thing, I'll say, San Fran. I think San Fran you could call more of a choke. Yeah. I don't think Kansas City was a choke. I actually do think the Bengals rose to the occasion. And I think when I hear quarterback. I heard somebody talking about this this morning, and I think it is true that, you know, in all sports, uh, football is the one sport where you probably see pressure get to people more than any other. And I think that's probably like as far as when you're watching a game, if you're watching a game, like you can watch a hockey game and, you know, in the playoffs, and you can, you don't really necessarily see pressure getting to someone. Like a forward doesn't score goals. Okay. He's not scoring goals, but you're not really seeing the moments where you see the pressure get to somebody. You know, like in football, you do. You just do. You see yeah. it getting to defensive backs, you see it getting to, you know, Offensive linemen, you see getting to quarterbacks for sure. Field goal kickers. I mean, it's it's all there. It's just the pressure is it's it's visible. I will Which, say the I last love, thing I was, above, I was gonna say what I love about football is during playoff time, a bunch of fat people sit on couches and tell finely tuned athletes how to play the game. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. True. So. That's true. Well, I'm gonna tell ESPN so. how to do coverage. A bad idea, and I already saw a split screen of this on on Twitter. Don't do Joe Namath, split screen, Joe Burrow, because no offense to Joe Burrow, I think he's a really good quarterback. His demeanor, everything else, he will never be as Joe Cool as Joe Namath was. Don't go down that path. It's not going to be good for Joe Burrow. That's all well, I Well, I, I, I got to say, Joe Burrow's, though, I mean, to me, he's been the story. I he's love the fact cool. that, yeah, he is real cool. And I, what I also like, too, is, like, here's the guy that was number one overall, and he steps in, and he gets the job done. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, in his first year, he looked like a veteran quarterback. Now he made mistakes. Because well, he, was he was older. Running. We have to say that. He is an older guy. Yeah, he's the same. Yeah, he is. He's but a couple years, guy. not like 10 years. You yeah, know? He's, he's the same age as Josh Allen. He's 25, same. I believe. But yeah. did he make it even make it even more of an accomplishment? He blew, he blew his ace blew out his ACL. Right. He got sacked fifty one times. They can't protect right. him on this dam, and he still gets to the Super Bowl. So it's fantastic. yeah, no, it's very, very impressive. And uh, you know, I learned something too, and it wasn't actually in the the playoffs. It was beforehand. I had never known about the 
um, when the clock evaporates, when we all scream that the time has run out, that that's not the way it works. That you're the way that was explained on the game, and it was actually Bill Cower who explained is once it goes zero at that point, the ref then has to turn his head and check if the ball has been hiked. So it's really an extra two or three seconds. Yeah, that's an that interesting happens. thing. I didn't know that either. I, and I had never heard that because always we see it, and the guy goes, "How could you not do that?" And right. and Cower pointed out uh, on a broadcast, and it was verified by whoever it is the. Mm-hmm. The guy is that the referee that that's true that the way the rule reads is whenever you see that clock run out because you can't look at both spots right and they recognize that it's kind of like the I, I read when I was in England one time uh, one of the tabloids did a just a great story about it's actually impossible to call offside in soccer because you cannot see yeah. both things. You can't, you can't. You can't. It's, 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 they, they proved it with lasers and physics and everything <laughs> else. Well, the NFL recognized that, that you can't see the ball and the clock and everything else. So that's why they wrote the rule that says okay. clock runs out. You look and make sure to see if the ball has been hiked. If it hasn't been hiked, then you blow the whistle. That act takes, you know, two, it's not three seconds, but it takes two plus, you know. Okay. So, really? and then this last one's for Eck. Eck on CBS. When they went to they, – they were at halftime, and they're trying to talk about what happened in the game. They had, like, this country singer who sings the Applebee song. I don't know the guy's name. I don't yeah. know the song. But they had the, the talent right near that guy, and nobody could hear each other next to each other. And as the viewer at home, you couldn't decipher what they were saying because everything was going on at once. They were talking at once. Yeah. The music was going on at once. And at one point, Boomer Esiason looked and said, I can't even hear you guys. Yeah. How does yeah. that happen in this day and age? Yeah. With a stadium that size, how are you putting those things that close to each other? It's an 80,000 seat it's, stadium. It's a, it's a giant stadium. How can that be? How can they be right next to each other? Like, how can they be? I thought about that, too. It's kind of crazy. All right. Here we go. Ready? All right. All right. Uh, we may have to start with not where their first round draft pick thing because I have to leave at 120. Um, we'll, okay. we'll start. We'll, we'll, we'll get right into it. 220. All right. 220, I meant 220, sorry, yeah, if I'm not traveling in time. All right, here we go. <laughs> the Hockey World, it is Monday, January 31st, 2022. I'm Michael Agello. I'm Russ Cohen from Sportsology. Kevin Allen, Hockey Buzz. And I'm Eklund, you're watching Hockey Buzzcast on HockeyBuzz.com, the podcast, and I'll check six o'clock before, the, before every show to try to get the time right and everything to not be mocked openly. Um and that's at least one way I'm not being mocked openly. There's plenty of other ways, but that's one way I'm not being mocked. I'll think of a few more. There's plenty of them out there. Um, I do want to get to one. I do want to talk about one thing before we get into which the West, because last week we went into the East and who, what what teams had the most players that you would give up a first round, your 10th pick overall for. We're going to do the West Conference today. Okay. Um, but I do want to talk a little bit about the LA Kings for a second. Um, just, you know, they, they do lose the Flyers, which is – which is rare um, this weekend, but 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 they outplayed the Flyers in that game too, and they are literally outplaying everybody. Like when you watch the Kings, it's it's an interesting situation that's going on there. Like they are not they are quicker, better than anybody could have ever thought. They they are they are a very good team. They are really they're going to be trouble. They're going to be trouble. I I I think the thing that's most impressive about them, Eck, is that you have you know the core group. Quick, Dowdy, yeah. Kopitar, Dustin Brown of the Cup-winning Kings teams. Yeah. 
that are still effective players. And yeah. then you've got the young guys who are coming up, you know, like Mikey Anderson playing with Drew Doughty. You've got Byfield back now. You've got, you know, a, a couple uh, ex-Leafs. Kupari, and, Rasmus Kupari. And, and Grunstrom and Kupari. There, there's a good mix there. I really, really like good. what they've done. And, you know, they. I think, you know, you talk about teams that are going to give like a team like Edmonton and Calgary a run for their money in terms of the playoffs. They're better than both those teams right now. And you watch them play and, and like the, they, they've beaten the Penguins twice in a month. Think about that. Like they, that's yeah. crazy. Like the Penguins have beaten everybody. They have two goalies that are better than the Edmonton goaltenders and quick yeah. and Peterson. I did, oh, say, no question about it. I did say two years ago, I felt like they're getting back to the playoffs would be quicker for them than a lot of other teams yeah. because they had these guys, but I'm not so sure it's going to happen this year. I think they're also catching teams Zach, right before the break when that lull starts to hit teams. And I do think because they do play at pace and they have good goaltending that they're taking advantage of them. They still got a point against the Flyers too, so it wasn't. A they still got a point in that game, right? That's the truth. And um, yeah. I don't know. I just um, watching them play, you're kind of shocked that they're rolling four lines. Um, they have a little bit of that, you know. Vegas thing that I have to, you know, I, I know I bring that up a lot, but like you say, they play at pace. They play they hockey do. fast. They're not a fast team, but they play hockey fast. And they play so fast that it does, I mean, they, wow, they've outshot people in 10 or 11 straight games, something like that. That's all the statistic. It's kind of crazy. They're really just completely dominating teams right now. Kev, you look at the players that they added in the offseason. They signed Deneau. Deneau is playing really well for them. They trade for Arvidsson. He's playing really well for them. They've just made moves that have worked, and right now they're they're in the mix. Yeah, well, absolutely. And, you know, it was very calculated moves because, as Russ alluded to, they had a bunch of good young players. But, yeah. you know, the one thing that you see with rebuilding teams, and, you know, we've got teams to look at to, to note this, and that is, you know, Ottawa and the, the Red Wings, is they're very inconsistent. So adding yeah. those two veteran guys – I think it's yeah. really helped them a lot. And now, you know, uh, there's been a lot of uh, discussion about that they have made it clear that they want to make another big move before the trade deadline. Right. You know, yeah, they, now they do that. They, they could be in good shape. It's amazing to me, though, mm -hmm. as a free agent, how good Alex Iafalo is. I mean, he's going to get 25 goals this year. Like, yeah. it's, it's unbelievable what they've gotten out of him. Well, the question is, where, where do they make that big move? Because... Uh, yeah. You know, defensively, they've lost Walker. You know, Edler has been hurt off and on. It might be on the blue line, but they probably could use some scoring help too. So I'm not sure exactly. Yeah, sure. I think they're going to get a forward. Yeah. And I, but I wouldn't be shocked if they also try to add a, a veteran defenseman, just a, a depth guy who's kind of safe. Um, that that would be what I think they're going to they're going to do. I mean, they could get hurdle easily with the assets they have. And so they got to do like that. that. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know just, if the Sharks would do it, but I don't know. know. That's like, that's, know. that's, that's something, man. That's, I know that's something there to put, to put, but, but they got the Sharks to help got, the Kings out like that. I know they've got, <laughs> listen, I mean, the Sharks are hanging in there too, but they know that they're probably going to run out of track. Probably are going to run out of track. And they're getting more play than anybody thought we'd get. Right. I mean, I didn't pick them as low as you guys, but nobody picked them for the playoffs and they shouldn't have. Right? No, no. If they were to get the, King's assets that they could get for Hurdle, that's better than even what the Rangers could offer. Well, yeah. one, one thing the Kings have to do, stop wearing those stupid silver helmets. They're terrible. They really are. They're just as bad as the Vegas gold. I'm getting used to them a little bit. Oh, I, I hated them, Mike, but I'm getting. I'm starting to get used to them a little bit. I don't know what it is. No, I can't get used to them, sir. Helmets, pants, these are the things that 
I love that you don't. I love that it doesn't affect you at all, Kevin. Like nothing. Like they could go, go, you know, skate out there wearing nothing but like you know tablecloths. Yeah, I mean, I like there's certain uniforms I like and I don't like, but it, it just, I just can't, you know, create the energy. Well, hold on. I think I can. I think I can create this even for you, Kevin. There has to be a day when you walk out of your house and you either have a shirt or a pair of pants that your wife looks at and says, "No, no, no, go change those." No, no. Kevin wears the same kind. Every time I've seen you, the same exact kind of clothing every day. Yeah, like it's not that big a deal. All right, I've never seen you with something. I can't remember one article of clothing that I've seen you in, Kevin. That's how indescript they are. It's just like that's. Yeah, no, that's like like, yeah. It's just not not me. Like I get it that it's you know important to some people, but I will say though that I and I've asked other people, have you ever heard a man comment on another man's pants? I I use that line, and they laugh at that, and I said, no, seriously, no. Yeah, it's so, not right. Mr. Black. <laughs> oh, now it's not right. The day I said it, you had nothing to say. There's nothing it. wrong with it. I'm not I, just I had plenty to say about it. No, I you mean. did. You always have. You're consistent with it. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm yeah. just saying that basically, it's just, you know, really, come on. All right. Except if you're on watching on the e Let's change topics, okay? No um, All right. Let's go to the... Who would you trade your 10th overall pick for in Western Conference? Okay, we did the Eastern Conference. Uh, Florida, if you remember, came out with the most... Um, and uh, this time I did it in a little different order. I didn't do it in order of lowest to highest. I probably should have done it that way. It would have been more interesting. I will sort of, I'll kind of do it that way. I'll try to do it that way as best I can. But we're gonna, so we'll start with the team that I came up with two players from. And that would be the Arizona Coyotes. Two players that I think you would trade your 10th overall pick for. Um, Keller and Chikrin. You know what? I didn't put Chikrin on this list. I'm an idiot. Oh my god! Three, the, the Chikrin is definitely. I just that's just a total. You're, you're, you're total he's already gone. So there you go. Total mistake. Yeah, it's really funny. So there's three players on Arizona's list. Three players: Keller, Chikrin, and Lawson Kraus. Nope. No, I, I would. I wouldn't do it. No, for I wouldn't either. No. I think I I actually think Nick Schmaltz is a is worth a top ten. Too injury prone. He's been injured the last three years. If he wasn't so injured, I would agree. I still believe it or not, um, it's very early in his career. I really love Soderstrom. I probably yeah. would hold on to Soderstrom because he's partially okay. developed already, and he's young. Yeah, he's twenty. Well. So, so I think Soderstrom, Keller, Chikorin, those are my guys. All right, I just added Chikorin to my blog, so no one will know the difference, Mike. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, boy, that's an idiotic move. All right, another team with three. Then um, the Seattle Kraken. Another team I have with three players with the Seattle Kraken. Um, Giordano, yeah. I would trade. No. You guys, no, really, no. too old. He's Thirty-eight years old. Yeah, too old. No way. Now remember, let's remember the the, the, the context of this. Tenth overall pick. Not the base, right? No, no, no salary cap, and your team is in need of this player. Right. That, that, that's but, the way it works. But the team wouldn't are, do it. Still yeah. too old. The so. teams that are trading for Giordano are going to okay. be contenders who will be picking in the twenties. All right. Um, okay. I would say you want Yanni Gord. I don't have him in here. Nope. I wouldn't do it. Okay. I don't have Gordon here. I have Larson in here. No way. No. Um, I think. See, I don't think you can get top. Like, I'm a I'm bigger Larson fan than most people. But I don't think he's not a top four defenseman. Like he proved that. I think he is. I don't know. I think he's. I think he's. I think he's a top four defenseman. But I'm not sure. I would give up a tenth pick for him. I mean, remember what we talked about last time? Cole Perfetti. Yeah. Um, yeah. The who was the guy? The guy from Vancouver whose name I always I always forget. Uh, Colson or, or yeah, Colson, that's it. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Um, so there's been a lot of good number ten picks. All right, who How else? Grubauer. Grubauer. 
No. No way. Nope. Nope. Okay, so you guys don't maybe don't have anybody on Seattle. Give I do, Matty Beneers, because I'd be making out. But he's not on Seattle because he hasn't played for them. That, that so was you're talking about? Yeah, they have to have played this year. They have yeah, to be have played. Then nobody, nobody, yeah. nobody this year. All right, there you go. No one, no one. That's something, huh? Um. All right, let's but, go. But I do like Ann, I do like Adam Larson. I think he is a second pairing defenseman. And I and I like Ann yeah. Larson. I think if you can get a second pairing defenseman with a first round pick, you're you're happy. I think and I love Jaden Schwartz, but he's too injury prone. Right. And I like Yanni Gord, but he's a third liner and I wouldn't give him a tenth overall pick, but I think he's a good right. player. Right. All right, San Jose, four players. Um at least I can come up with um, and they're pretty obvious. Yeah. Um Hurdle? Every we guess we go player by player as we did last time, right? Better yeah, I'll, I'll do it for Hurdle still. So. Me too. Couture. Couture, yep. Yeah everybody with that one. Yep. Yep. Meyer. Yes. Yep. And Burns. No. No. Too old. Too old. Too old. Yeah. Burns' yeah. game is on the other side of the mountain now. Not this year. And, and it's not. It, and not I watched Eric him in Carlson. person. He's still not close to the same. And not Eric Carlson. And I didn't put Eric Carlson. Uh, William William Eklund played this year, but he didn't know, play enough. He didn't play enough. <laughs> Otherwise, no. I would say no to. Ek- I would say yes to Eklund rather. Yeah, if he was on there for sure, you should always say yes to Eklund. Yes. Um. All right. Um. <laughs> All right, Dallas. Dallas is the next team I have with four as well. Heist. Um, and for Dallas, I have Robertson. Yes. Yes. Pavelski. No. 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 You gotta be kidding me. No. He's too old. He, he can't make that trade. Tenth pick. And two years ago, we were kicking him out of the league. He's had a resurgence. No. Your team needs him. He might go for a top ten pick this year. No. No, it won't. No, he won't. He'll go for first round. Or Even the salary. Well, that must be enough. I mean, Bill C is in the chat room still fetching about Marshawn and Bergeron. Get over <laughs> it, Bill C. We're on to the West. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, all right. Interesting. Very interesting. I, I see. I still think I, Pavelski, he just does. He's not getting old. He's not getting old to me. Like he's still showing every bit the signs that he's. Well, I, I look at it in the real world. If you had a top 10 pick, you you wouldn't you wouldn't deal him even right. even if you needed Pavelski you just wouldn't do it right because but, but this is the tenth overall pick remember this is the tenth overall yeah. pick. because if you have a top ten pick you're not a playoff team that's the thing you have to say yeah no that's true but it, this is the tenth overall pick nope. Pavelski can Pavelski is what you need nope uh, I mean he he's he's worthy he's playing at that level but you know you get it's hard not to factor in that he's you know he's older. I guess the other thing I can put into this, Mike, is this. I'll put into this. I'll, I'll add another little caveat to this because I don't want any of these other caveats. Like you, like Mike, you said, a tenth round, tenth overall pick is not a playoff team. All right, let's just say you've traded, you've made a good, you've made a, you're a playoff team, but you made a good trade, and you're sitting with that tenth overall pick. All right, that's the way this is playing out because that's I want it because 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 a lot of these players, like I'm saying, you need them, you need them. They're going to fit some role right now. Pavelski could help you potentially win a Stanley Cup. You have that tenth overall pick that you traded for. Still not doing it. No. Um. Who, who else? I'll tell who you else? who. I do have another player. Heiskanen. I have two more, and then we'll go to your rest. Yeah, Heiskanen, yes. I trade a top five pick for him. Right. Klingberg. No, no way. Nope. One-dimensional, mm-hmm. one-dimensional, one-dimensional. Kevin? I'd I think about it, but yeah. I wouldn't do it. I think his game has uh, it's backslid a little bit. Yeah. Vep, Veps is in the chat. He's saying Rupe Hints. Yeah, that's my guy. That's, that's your guy. Yeah, okay. Rupe Hints is good. Yep. He's only yeah. 25. Yeah. That's a good that's a good call. That is a good call. All right, um yeah, all right. I could I, I might add him to this list as we go along here. I might, I'm going to be adding as we have this even though yeah, the blog's already posted. You, that's you, what you can do. You just throw out the names and we'll go yes or no. Edmonton. 
Uh, we got we got two teams with two teams with five players. Well, just skip just skip the two guys. After no, actually, let's go. Let's start with Anaheim. Five players, Anaheim. Okay. Okay. Uh, Terry. No. This no. Is, I'm still gonna say no. One year. No. Right? No way. It's one year, and he's and it was older when he did it. No. You know. <laughs> Zegers. I'd give yes. up a top two pick for him. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Zegers, you give up a top two pick. Yep. All right. Um, Drysdale. Yes. 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 Right. Um, Fowler. No. 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 His Too time old. is over as far as for that. Cool. Uh, Gibson. Yes. 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 Okay. All right. Moving on to Calgary. Um, the first right. line. Wait, I'll throw the first go. line out to you in general. Do you have anybody else, Manheim? Anybody else, Manheim, Russ? Oh. Um, let me look real quick. I don't think yep. so. Lindholm, he's a, he's a rental. Raquel is a rental. No. You're looking at rentals. It doesn't matter. No, no I know. Good. I'm just saying that where, where they are in their careers, too. I rest my right. case with them. Okay. Calgary, um, the top line. Gaudreau, Lindholm, Kachuk. Uh, no on Lindholm. Lindholm, yeah. No on Lindholm? Yeah, yes on Kachuk. I'm 50-50 on Gaudreau. I would do Gaudreau. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm definitely Gaudreau. Okay. Yeah, I'm doing yeah. Gaudreau and Kachuk. Yep. It's funny. I was definitely Gaudreau and Lindholm, and Kachuk is the one I was in 100% sure Oh, on. my God. Take not it. as big a Matthew Kachuk fan as you guys are. So we've oh, already right. talked about that a little bit. But I know I like him. I like him a lot. But I, Kachuk is just um, it is impactful in too many different ways. Yes. Like, you know, he's a, a real disturber. Show. He's disruptive. Uh, he's a good under your skin. He can yeah, play. He's a, he's a scorer. He's a ball buster. He's, you know, right. Right. yeah. This next one will be fun. <laughs> Mangiapane. No. Nope. No. He's a good, good, oh. pitcher, good pitcher in the National <laughs> League with 19 and five. Yeah. Five assists. Hey, how's that top 10 going? I know. Well, this would help if you played on the friggin' power play, Mike. <laughs> I mean, he's got the most goals on the team. He's sitting there. He's sitting there. If you go goals per minute's play, he's by far the top player in the league. I mean, he's he's literally, if, if they give him some time, you know, I mean, it, it just doesn't help my case that he's not playing. He has five yeah. assists. He has five assists. That's what's not he's helping. He's also not playing with anybody, Russ. That's the other thing, too. It doesn't help. If he's playing with Gaudreau and Lindholm, if he's playing with Gaudreau and Lindholm, the, the, he's got more than five assists. All right. All right. Five. You guys all say no. All right. I will, I, time will tell with Manji Piani with me. Okay. Um, Markstrom. Yes. Yes. Yes, for sure. Yeah, okay. Edmonton, McDavid, Drysdale. We don't have to even talk about them. Of course. Obviously, um, Hyman. No. No. Too many yes. injuries. 30 years old. Yeah, I, I have to think about him a little bit, but I'd probably say no. Okay. Uh, Nugent Hopkins. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'd think about him, too. See, he, he makes <laughs> the Muppet... He made the Muppet face on that acted, and it's like, listen, Ryan well, Nugent Hopkins well, is the Muppet really face. Crap. I'll freeze it next time, and I'll show you the Muppet face. But <laughs> Ryan Nugent Hopkins is a very good player. But with the 10th overall pick, I definitely could get a second-line center with the scoring output of Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Right. I can. You are getting – For sure. So Yeah. I mean, I think he's been un, obviously un, unfaith un, – fairly criticized throughout his career, right? Like, he's, he's, he's a better player than people think. I think he's a better player than people think. I just think he's sort of a, you know, like, second line, good center winger mm -hmm. who can score 50 to 60 points, and I'd rather have the 10th overall pick. And the only guy, other than the names that you mentioned, 
is Evan Bouchard. I would, I would yeah, give Bouchard, up. I would do it every day. Yep. Oh, Nurse. I have Nurse, too. Oh, Nurse. Nurse as well. And I would do it for Nurse, too. Yes. See, that Bouchard. Okay, I didn't put Bouchard on there. It's interesting. Yeah, you guys are getting good guys that I didn't get as much as I'm not doing as well in the. Yeah, in the, I, I, you know, I could be easily persuaded to keep Nugent Hopkins. Yeah. I think he's a good two way guy. He's yeah. been a consistent scorer. You know, he's not a top line guy, but I think he's still a pretty effective guy. And you're not really sure what you're going to get at that 10 slot. Right. You know, right. I mean, I, I think I might take the, the guy that I know I can, no one can count on. Yeah, I'm with you there. Okay, uh, six players, the LA Kings. Uh, we just talked about the LA Kings, right? So I'm going to go my six six LA Kings, and you know, Kopitar. Starting with Kopitar. Too old, no. Too old. Yep. Just too old. Not a chance. Okay, Drew Doughty. Yes. Yes. Defenseman. That's <laughs> Kevin's does on the everything on the ice. He, yeah. Who did you say was too old? Kopitar. Kopitar. Oh, I take Kopitar. He's still. I would too. I would. I would, I would take also take uh, a Doughty. Yep, yep. Um, goalie Peterson. Yes, no Peterson. Yeah, probably. I'm gonna go no. I'm. Huh? Right. Yeah, I was like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's an either or, but this one I'm gonna say no. I have fallow. No. 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 Good year, like but, no. but no. Okay. Um, Byfield. Yes. yes. Yep. Okay. Um, Dino. No. no, no. Okay. Yeah, I, I originally didn't have IFL or Dano on this list, and uh, but the more I was thinking, we're doing Kings research today. I started thinking, man, these guys actually do deserve a look at. But I agree. So we basically didn't have the same pipe on that list in the beginning. I don't have. Okay, sh- another team with six is the Chicago Blackhawks. Six. I I have I found six. Right, which is kind of all right. So we start with uh, Patrick Kane. Yes. Yes. To yep. bring Cat. Yes. Yes. Um, Jones, yes, yes, Flurry, no, no, all right, <laughs> he's got two more years left at best. Like, why am I doing this? Because you need a goal, you're going to win a Stanley Cup with them. No, and if I don't, I have a pile of nothing, and you don't know that you got two more years at best. I mean, like, he, he's he's he not slowing down this year, he might, but if he's in the right situation, he might also play another five years. Like, no. he, I think he's no, 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 hold on. He's played in 915 games. He is not playing another five years. He's right. not. He's not Tom Brady. It's amazing to me, like, that a guy his age is as quick as he is. Like, I watched Jonathan Quick, and Jonathan Quick is still good, but Jonathan Quick is not as quick as Jonathan Quick was. Marc Andre Fleury is still as you quick. Say that three that I know. I don't think <laughs> Jonathan Quick is not as quick as Jonathan Quick once was. <laughs> Just to say the same thing. He's not, and but to, and, and to be honest, the Blackhawks have played him too many games this year. He's played thirty-one games this year. He only played thirty-six last year. Kirby Doc, yes, yes for me too. Kev, even though they rushed him, uh, I'm going to go yes as well. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a little, but yeah, I'll go. Dylan Strom, no way, no, no. not. <laughs> I wouldn't game. trade any I'm first round dismissed on that one. No yeah. first round pick. He's yeah, that was very strong. dismissive. Yeah. You guys don't realize how good Dylan Strom is. I think we did. it took a while to get going, but we all we saw it. Like when he was a when he was in juniors, we knew he would be a top, 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 top he's player. Not even the best, and he's not strong. a top, top, top player. That's the point. He's working his way there, though, and okay. to me, he's. Um, how many goals does he have? Because I know he got three of them against the Red Wings, and I think that yeah. seven. 
got seven and three just came against well, he's got a ton of assists though a ton of points like he's got 18 points he's a playmaker but not that many games though. He hasn't played that on, many. He's always on a thirty-six. No wait, but he has the games. He's he hasn't. He's missed a lot of games. Aren't I right about that? Uh, you might be, but it doesn't matter. His output's not been good enough. Let, let's let's keep it moving. He's Twenty-four years old. Like all right, all right, moving, moving along, moving right along. All right, um, next team. Let's see. I'm going to go to the Nashville Predators, who I also have six players on. You can't. Oh my god. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Let's go through them quickly. Okay, Forsberg. No, yeah, I I I take him. Yes, you yeah, go. You go there now. I'm going. No, he's not consistent enough for me anymore. Yeah, I'll go. Yes. All right, I'm I'm with Kevin. Of course, all of these I said yes to. Um, I hate to put this guy here, but Granlin. No way. No, no way. way. All right. Uh, Duchesne. No. 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 And I hate to put him there too because you know, um, Jano. That's a real interesting one. That's an interesting one. I'm going to say no. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I'm going to I'm going to regret it. I'm He's one of the no reasons the Predators are where they are right now. Yeah, I know. I know. yeah he is. You're absolutely right. I'm saying no. He's kind of the player that nobody knows about in the NHL, like in a lot of ways. Like you yeah, never hear no him talk question. about ever. You're both saying no, but but Kevin, you're on the fence. Where are you? Oh no, I, I I love the guy, but I'm saying no. Saying no too. Okay, all right. Well, let's see about that. Over time, I will be proven correct, as I always am. Um, Roman Yossi. Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. Um, Saros. No. No. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna think about that. I. I uh, yeah. Boy, he's been so good this year, but I, I'm, I'm probably been. gonna say no. I'm. I am gonna say no. But uh, boy, and the reality like is, he's always been really. He had one rough time in his career, but he's when Rene was fading out, fading away. Saros was really good then too. Like he. The there, were, there were games that he would steal for the for the for the Predators that you just wouldn't imagine. You know, I remember talking to Paul McCann at, and once about it, and he's like, "Yeah, you know, Paul McCann, who obviously calls the goals and assists, and sits, sits right there at center ice." He's the president of the Short Goalies Union. I'm not even okay. caring about that. My thing is, you have to be like John Gibson good for me to take you in the first round as a goalie these days. All yeah. right. Okay. So no, go ahead. Back. Go ahead, Kev. Go ahead. Yes or no? Pardon me. You got to give me your yes or no on Saros. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Okay. All right. Okay. Cool. I like him, but I'm going no. All right. I missed a team with five, and that would be Winnipeg. Well, hold on. You missed a player on this team for me. I would take Tomasino. I at 20 years old, doing what he's doing, I'm going to take Tomasino. Okay. He's, yeah, that's a that's a that's a real good thought. Um, yeah. I think about that because he's a good player. So who would you have on this team, Russ? I, Forsberg and Tomasino and Josie and Yossi, that would be it? How could you not take Forsberg, though? Like, I Because he's not been consistent enough. I don't know. He scored 20 goals or been on a pace for 20 goals is every season of his career. How yeah, can you yeah, get I more think, consistent I think than he that? Should, think, here's my issue. So he used to be in the 30s. Then he had like 28. Then we're shorter season, 21. Then 12 last year, shorter. He got hurt. 22 this year in a, in a contract year. He's not been consistent enough. He's a good goal scorer. Don't get me wrong. You're consistent numbers. So you like, talk about games played. They're consistent. I mean, and, yeah. and also, also, Russ, the thing about him is like, we want him to be a consistent 30, 40 goal scorer, but he's not necessarily that. But he's and, a consistent 20 goal scorer who does score 30 or 40 goals as well. And, like, you can do that. And I'm not saying I would, but so, so is Jake DeBrusque. And I'm not saying more I, of Forsberg. That's I'm not right. saying I would, there, there would be some people out there that would take Eckholm. 
Yeah, maybe. Would, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. You you could think about that, but I, I wouldn't do that. But I, how can you compare him to Jake DeBrusque? I think yeah. he's only no, had I'm one just, twenty goal. He's just goal talking season. about twenty goal. I know. I'm just yeah. talking. He's had one twenty goal season. <laughs> he probably had eighteen. He probably had eighteen after it. Fine. I yeah, just yeah, yeah. Yeah, no question about it. All right. Um, Winnipeg. Winnipeg has five, and I I missed, skipped them. Sorry, going backwards a little bit. Five. Uh, Shifley. Yes. Wheeler. No. 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 Okay. Uh, Connor. Yes. 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 Um. Perfetti. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like we jokingly said, he was picked for the tenth pick overall, but the right. I yeah, there too. Um. Hellebuck. Yes. Yes. Put him on there for you guys. Um. But yes, I. I you're, you're missing a couple. You're definitely missing one. Give me, give me, give me one. Ehlers. Yes. Ehlers. Yes. I would go with Dubois. I've thought about Ehlers. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, Dubois okay. like one of the uh, only guys scoring goals on that team. Yeah, he's having a great year. I, I, I'm, I'm taking both those guys. And what about Josh Morrissey? No. Just miss out. No. No. I could be persuaded on Ehlers, but Dubois, I just, I just too much. He reminds me too much of um, Ryan Johansson. You know, like it's just like I just think that. Ooh, you know, I, I would say no, only because there's another element to his game. He has a physical element, and he's only 23. Yeah. I like him. I like him, but he just yeah. also does disappear for periods of time. All right. Uh, I'm going to go back up to the big. Now we're getting into the big teams here. We got some big teams here with big amounts of players. Uh, we're going to go to Vancouver. Who I have seven from. And there, this is an interesting situation. Kind of similar. To, I always think the Canucks and the Flyers are living parallel universes. This is, again, a situation where they have more than you would think they should have for where they are. But, you know, here's Vancouver. Uh, Miller? JT Miller? Yeah, I'm going to go yes. I've... Yeah, I'm going to go yeah. Okay. Brock Besser? Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, Elias Pedersen? Yes. Yes. Bo Horvat? Yes. No. I'm going no as well. <laughs> <laughs> he is right on the edge. I agree with you. Uh, Connor, Connor Garland? No. Yes. No. Yeah, I'm with Russ on that one. Yeah, I think he's way under him. Uh, Quinn Hughes? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Thatcher Demko? Yes. 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 There you go. So you guys agreed with almost every, everybody before that. So that, that's a lot of players for the Canucks. You know, like when you look at the, the coaching change they made and why they're playing better, there's a reason. Oh, you know, they, the they do is more the players than the, than the Flyers. Yeah, the whole is not the sum of the parts with them right now. We actually agreed on seven players for the Flyers too, Russ, if you remember. No. Um, we did. didn't have seven. See the tape. I had I had eight on them. You guys agreed with seven of them. I'm not seeing the tape. There is no tape. There is a tape. <laughs> All it's right. on YouTube, Russ. All right. This is eight players on the St. Louis Blues. Uh-huh. Okay. Right? Um, Bushnevich? No. No. No? I like yes. him. Yes. I like he yeah. is very, very good. He is very, very good, but he's 26 and, yeah. you know. No. O'Reilly. I mean, well, go ahead, Kevin. Why give your give your talk about? No, I mean I think it's fair that those guys say he's twenty six. I, I, you know, I'm probably overboard a little bit on Buznevich, but I, I just like him and I think he kind of adds and uh, to your uh, offense in sort of a dynamic way. So yeah. you know. he's a scorer. He's a flat out scorer, and you know I think he's older, but he wasn't given the really a proper shake in in New York. I he felt wasn't. Like, I agree with that. And his age is not really his fault. You know, like he but he's good, just not top ten pick. Right, that's all I'm saying. Tenth overall, tenth overall. It's not top ten pick. It's tenth oh, overall. Tenth overall. He's not top. Tenth overall. Right. O'Reilly. Yes. 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 Okay. Um, Barbashev. No. 
No. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, Marvel, no. Uh, Kiru. Kairu. Kairu. Yes. I always call him Kiru. Yes, Kairu. Yes. Yes. Kairu. Yes. Yes, for sure. Okay. Um, Tarasenko. No. No, not with the injury. Too many injuries. No. He's a point of game again. He's he's back to being a point of game. He says he's 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 healthy, and you have to. And at the beginning of the year, we didn't believe him, but we're at forty games now. I I get it. Too many injuries. How old is he? Thirty, I think. He's longer than that. I thought he was twenty-eight or twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. I think I thought he was thirty, but let me see. Um, Falk. No. 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 Okay. Um, Colton Pareko. No. 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 Boy, his stock has fallen. I yeah, Tarasenko's 30. Okay. I would definitely go for Branko. And this one is uh, the tough one at Bennington. I, I, I'm a no. I'm going to say no. Interesting. You're yeah. no. But you're missing, you're missing one. Go ahead. Robert Thomas. Yeah, I would do Thomas. Um. Yeah, yeah I mean, I thought about it. Game in his well, career, yeah. I mean. yeah, all three of you would. Interesting. Okay. All right, cool. I like it. Um, Tarasenko is 30, yes. Okay, Colorado. Oh boy. I have nine right. players from. <laughs> Do we have enough time? McKinnon. Yes. Yes. Landis Gog. Yeah. Yeah. Grantonin. Yeah. Cadre. No. No. How can you be no on Cadre? I can no. very easily be no on Cadre because he's a cancer, because he'll screw you when the worst time happens. Like he's done three times. No way. He no. Will, are you no Kevin with Cadre too? Yeah, I I am. I think there's baggage there, and um, yeah. I mean, he is literally he's had a great year. He's had a fantastic year. The crazy stat that I heard today on XM about him, which is that when in the twelve games that um, that McKinnon's been out of the lineup this year, yeah, he's um, been a center and he stepped. He has twenty five points. Yeah, like, it's a window. It's a great window. I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop. But even when it, even when it, you know, anyway, all right, we'll see. I mean, it could it could um. Uh, Nikush- Nikushkin. No. 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 Okay. Um, Burakowski. Yes. No. Yeah. No. Makar. Yes. <laughs> um, Top two. Devin Taves. No. No. Well, I love Devin Taves. So, <laughs> so, so good. Yeah. You know, I'm going to say yes on him. I just okay. think he really has an impact. Yeah. He's one of those guys that. You know, just really changes your defense. I'm with you. I mean, he has shown that. I mean, if you can get a guy as good as Devin Taves with your 10th pick overall, you'd be really happy. Yeah, and I you, think. And I you think just don't know that you can. So since there's a, yeah. there's an, un, there's an, you know. Yeah, and, and it's, it's hard for there's me. There's something to be said about that, no doubt. It was a tough there's, decision. Yeah, I, I think it's one of those things is I don't think what you get is 10 at 10 is as consistent enough to. I think I would give up. Give I, think up I, would, I think I would be more likely to give up a top ten pick or tenth overall pick for Sam Gerrard than I would for Devin Taves. Yeah, yeah I probably would do it me. for Gerrard over Taves, and I wouldn't do it for either. Okay. So. All right. Um, all right. So let's go to uh, Minnesota. Well, okay. Byram, Any other guys from this team? Any other Byram, team? maybe New Hope. I'll still do Byram, even though he has a little bit of, of concussion issue. I'll still do Byram. Yeah. All right. And I'm doing yeah. New Hook. New Hook, yeah, I thought about New Hook. Um, I'm yeah, not doing either one of those guys. I'm not doing either one of those guys. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, which brings me to Vegas. Uh, six guys. Pacioretty? Nope. Yes. Yes. 
Again, too many injuries. I'll say no. Okay. Uh, Stone? Yes. Yes. Marcia so? No. Nope. Interesting. Stevenson? No. No. Yeah, it's really funny. Because uh, I, 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 I just I'm really impressed with him, but I, I'm no too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, he's yeah. right on the edge for me, but he's, he's, he's gaining ground. Like, I'm starting to become a real believer, like I said last week. So, yeah, I'm, I'm already a believer in him, but, you know, 10th pick is. Well, when you buy pick. a numbered jersey and it's his number and you show us on the show, maybe I'll think twice, but. <laughs> You haven't done that, so you don't like. That'd be enough. quite an expensive thing for me to do, Russ. To uh, well, to I mean, change yeah, the stuff. Like point. But, I, but don't challenge me. <laughs> um, Buy a uh, jersey just to prove a point. Angelo. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, Theodore. Yes. Yes. Okay, I did not go with with um, a goalie here. Oh no, I wouldn't think there's a goalie there. Oh, uh, what about Eichel? Oh, I didn't put Eichel on here. Yeah, he hasn't played though. So. He yeah, played. can't use him. Yeah, okay. That's true. He hasn't played, so I was saying. Are no. you watching the time, Eck? Uh, yep, I know. I got. Oh my gosh, yeah, I got to go. All right, uh, last team, and here we'll just do Minnesota. I'll do it fast for you guys. Um, Kaprizov, yes. Kaprizov, Zuccarella. No, not Zuccarella. No. Kaprizov. Erickson Eck. Yes. Yes. Fiala. No. 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 All right, um, Boldy. Yes. Yes. Yep. Okay. Um, Goligoski. No. No. <laughs> no. That's a hell no. Yeah. Spurgeon. <laughs> no. 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 Brodine. No. 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 Dumba. Dumba. Nope. Well, you guys no, don't. You guys don't see the Wild the same way I see their defense. They're all good. Oh, I love the Wild, but, but I think all of them are. If you can get a top, your tenth pick overall, can be one of those guys. But the thing no, is, no. the Wild are the best team. They don't have the best players. No, I agree with that. But I think, but when you look, they have players that are just on the edge to me to be tenth they overall. Do. They have a lot right of there. Them. These I aren't like. Want, I think you want more out of a tenth pick than any of those guys you just mentioned. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I've got to go. I'll let you guys finish up. Yeah, uh, thank you. Always fun. Appreciate it, guys. Talk to you all soon. Uh, okay, a little bit of breaking news. Uh, the Wild signed Jordan Greenway to a three-year, $9 million extension. It's a great signing. Um, great signing. Kev, I mean, the reason that Minnesota is a scary team going into the postseason are guys like Greenway and Felino. They're just big, tough, rugged uh, you know, players who beat the crap and then, and they have, they have skill and they have those guys. I, again, I, I, I still question the goaltending, but I, you know, they're going to be a tough out whoever plays them. Seems like a bargain too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I know. know. It, it really does. Like, I think they, you know, that's a win for the, the wild. Um, it's a win. I've been watching him a little bit as he's come through the uh, Eastern seaboard here and, the battle on him is great. Like when he's yeah. in the offensive zone, he may not be scoring all the time, but he's getting the puck. He's pinning guys against the wall. He's helping the other scorers and he's tough to get out of the crease. So I like it. I do want to add, uh, it was a good point by um, Timothy because Eck rushed it. We probably would all do Marco Rossi too. He only played two games. Oh, so far. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Has he, has he played? Just two games. Okay. I was going to say, I, I missed it. I knew they were talking about him playing. Yeah. So. Um, some criticism, and okay, this is the typical Montreal Canadian overreaction. Um, this, and I didn't see the game, but I heard that Zach Cassian 
did did the typical Zach Cassian stuff uh, against the Habs, and Jeff Petrie basically stood by apparently while Cassian was beating up on one of his teammates, and then on social media, uh, Petrie got excoriated. Kev, I, I just the thing that I, I look at here is this is a team that made the Stanley Cup final last year. And I've never seen a team sort of just fall apart in terms of not only injuries with Weber and Price. And Price met with the media yesterday, and um, it's and we don't know any more than we knew. We don't this. know any more than we did, <laughs> no. did before. Yeah, that was master of answering questions, but also just the players who have been playing, like Cole Caulfield, who's I think got one goal, or Petrie. I mean, it just really everything is falling apart with this team. It is, but I think it really brings home the importance of Weber's leadership on that team last year. It does. Because, you know, without him, it's just been a mess at all levels. Um, and, you know, and the loss of Dano was, uh, was huge as well um, for that team. I mean, they've had a lot of things that have gone wrong. but uh, And, you know, we knew last year that they were a momentum team. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think they were a momentum team. I mean, I look, I, end of the day, like I was just asked about Caulfield. I'll still take Caulfield in that spot every day of the week because he's just – he had a little bit of a loss of confidence. A lot of times guys come in the playoffs, they don't have to play defense. Then all of a sudden you have to start a year and you have to play your, you know, in your own end, and he wasn't playing well on his own end. It affected his offense. They put him down in Laval, let him perfect that part of his game. When he comes back up, he's still got the shot. His speed was better than when they drafted him. I'm still very high on Cole Caulfield, but it's no point having him play a lot of games with this team because this team is a tire fire. And according to a couple reports uh, from uh, for a variety of sources, Petrie has requested a trade from the Habs. And maybe yeah, I- good luck on that. Yeah, yeah that's I mean, a tough a- salary to be able yeah. to trade. Yeah. Now maybe it sure it's is. maybe it's, it's an uh, I think he's got three years left. Three, I think. Yeah. yeah. At, at six point, I think it's six point five million. So the. I mean, sure. yeah, they, yeah, they would that's have to be tough. Yeah. Three years at 6.25 million. So I'll take yeah. Dan Petrie. At least he made less and he could paint the corners. Yeah. <laughs> well, no- speaking of that, I, I think, you know, the Red Wings are interested in a veteran defenseman, but I, I just don't see them taking a guy with that kind of length. Yeah. Uh, um, so, and, you know, obviously Dan Petrie is a broadcaster here in Detroit. Um, yeah, he's a very, he was a very popular tiger. Not you know, not a uh, over the top like you know the top. Hey, he was good for fifteen wins a year, right? He was a good. Yeah, player. yeah. Everybody, everybody liked him. He's a very nice man. And I'm sad that Eck is not here for me to flash my favorite sign because the Islanders lost again uh, this weekend. Um, even then, the thing thing is, even though they're playing much better than they did at the beginning of the year. Again, it's just simply too much ground to make up. And, Russ, I, you were talking about uh, – There's things going on there. So, yeah. um, Andrew Gross asked – it, and I, and I know him really well. I play softball with him. Uh, I saw him just this week at the Garden. He's the best of the reporters covering the Islanders. And so, he he asked Barry Trotz the question, uh, Oliver Wallstrom, why was he not out there six on five? And Trotz gave a very convoluted answer as to – well, and Wallstrom scored that game, and he was like, well, you know, the Wallstrom goal was a 
Was it really because this happened and that happened and this happened? And he is on my six on five, but on the second one, because I just felt there were other guys going better and everybody rolled their eyes because if the other guys going better were like Ross Johnston, who had his one breakaway goal and his one goal this year or anybody else, Wallstrom has the best shot on the team. What the hell are you doing, Barry Trotz? Like this is, it's gotten to the point with the Islanders where everything was rolling great, and this is a tough year. But you can't st- keep coaching it the way you were. Guys like Noah Dobson and Wallstrom, these are the kids that are going to now bring you through this when you start dumping the older talent like the Clutterbucks and the guys that need to go so you could stay alive cap-wise. And Bridgeport is bad. It's barren. There's a couple of guys down there, but guys have left. Goloshev left. There's not much going on in Bridgeport. And so – when you look at the Islanders, they should be playing some of their young talent because their season is over. They're not. I mean, yesterday they announced a sellout for the game and Jan was there and he said it was half full. And that was their first sellout. New building, first announced sellout. So, no. you know, that's that's not going great either. Yeah. And uh, oh, yeah, finally- he bench bellows, which was ridiculous. Yeah. He's been uh, doing really well, actually. And finally, um, you know, Ed- Edmonton's fortuitous scheduling playing, you know, some of the weaker sisters in the league. Uh, I know that uh, they, they played Montreal on the weekend. They played, they play Ottawa and then Washington going into the break. It was the debut of, of Andrew Kane. And like anybody else could, could uh, predict that he was going to score the first goal Kev uh, for, for the Oilers. Um, I mean, we talked enough about it, you know, the, the, the whole situation in terms of whether he was going to be, eligible whether he's going to face any penalty now he's there now he's playing on mcdavid's wing like how much of a factor do you think he's going to be oh i think it's going to be big um and you know someone uh, that i really respect uh, told me today that you know the one thing about that happens in these situations is we talk about him to death and then they the guy gets with the team and as long as he doesn't do anything new you know it's almost all forgotten like it'll, everybody will just move on as long as he's producing. Like they'll talk about his hockey, and the rest of it will be, you know, be lost. But you know, he's kind of on, uh, you know, not so secret probation. Like everybody's going to be watching him if there are any issues. You know, then we're going to it'll be a, a firestorm. Um, I mean, all you have to do is watch his Instagram or his ex-wife's Instagram, and stuff's going to happen. He can't. He can't yeah. seem to keep it under wraps and not have anything happen off the ice. But yeah, he's a good hockey player when all that is, is not swirling around them, but it usually is swirling around them. I was surprised he didn't in his press conference, take more of an apologetic uh, attitude because oh. usually you've got somebody there telling you, you know, uh, in, in, uh, in America, maybe Canada as well. You know, we love uh, a, um, Contr- a contrite yeah. athlete. Yeah. Like he we, was, he was, border, he was borderline defiant, Kev. Right. Yeah. So I was surprised he didn't take that tack because, you know, people will get behind someone who says, you know, I'm sorry. And I just want to, you know, live my life right now and, yeah. and yeah. move on. So, okay. Uh, great show guys. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of the hockey buzzcast for the departed Eklund for Kevin Allen for Russ Cohen. I'm Michael Agello. Thanks for watching. And remember without the buzz, 
It's just hockey. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.